0: What's the story with vaping? The latest craze, the dangers, the possibilities in the future. Today on Deep Background, we'll take a deep look at vaping, what it means for our area, and what it means for our kids. Thanks for joining us. Well, greetings. You're on Deep Background for October 9th. Uh, Dave Helling with the Kansas City Stars editorial board joining you for this Deep Background podcast along with my friend and colleague and co-host Leah Becerra and Lisa Gutierrez making her debut on Deep (laughs) Background in the house uh, to talk to us today uh, Lisa about vaping vaping is the deal now I have some interest in this subject I smoked for many years I smoked probably for 15 years and quitting was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And vaping sort of began as a way to get your nicotine fix without without all the stuff that comes with tobacco. But so let's start at the beginning. Explain to people what it is for those who don't know and how it works and why it's exploded in popularity.
1: Well, one of the reasons it's exploded in popularity is because young people and teenagers have really picked it up. If you ask uh, anti-smoking experts, they'll blame it all on the um, vaping companies who have come out with these wonderfully flavored oils and vaping juices that uh, they say are very attractive to young people. And I have to start by saying, I actually did vape because I felt like I couldn't do the story How how does it work?
0: For people who've never vaped, how does it work? It's
1: a little electronic device that has a um, coil that gets heated up inside of it. It's run by a battery, isn't it? Yes, it's run by a battery on the Juul, which is the most popular and the one that gets all the headlines. Um, You plug it into a um, computer. to to heat it up. So it gets heated up after you put the little pod with the juice in it and then you inhale it and it becomes a vapor. So it's not really smoke, although I don't know technically what the difference is between smoke and vapor. But there's a little bit of a learning curve with it because when I went into the vape shop and told them I want to try this, I asked them to give me one that had training wheels. So the one I tried, (laughs) (laughs) the one I tried really, it wasn't a Juul, it was just a very, Very basic little. It looked a little bit bigger than my um, lipstick, and I had a button on it. So I had to know how to coordinate the pushing of the button with the inhaling of the um, the juice. But once you
0: figure that out, yes, you can get in this case nicotine. Yes, steam in essence. Yes, but not all
1: of the cartridges and or pods have nicotine because I told him I'm not a smoker. I've never smoked, so I wanted to start out with one that didn't have nicotine, which I'm assuming he gave, he sold me juice that didn't have nicotine in it. I chose mine um, for the flavor, so I I vaped with a um, kind of a lemon limey flavor, and um, so once I got the 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 gist of it, it, I mean it was very easy to do. And I I've never smoked, but just being around cigarette smoke, I'm very susceptible to watery eyes right, and, and right. coughing. Didn't have any of that, Yeah. none of that. And there were a couple of guys in the shop who were smoking or vaping. I have to keep have to be careful. It's called vaping. Who were vaping nonstop while I was in there, and I it didn't bother me. The vapor didn't bother me. I walked in through a huge, beautiful cloud of vapor <laughs> when I walked in, and uh, when I got home, I checked my you know smell of clothes. There was nothing lingering on it. So I, you can quickly understand how it's easy for young kids to be able to vape in the back of the okay. classroom. And not have any of this detected. They've gotten very savvy, which is one of the one of the hurdles I found out found out as I'm reporting this on. You know how parents and educators and health officials are kind of playing catch up, if you will, on this because the popularity of the trend took off a lot faster than the science could catch up to it.
0: Uh, I'll come back to okay. that in a minute. Uh, Leah, as you know, is the picture of health in the newsroom. Yes, so she is not a vapor, I assume and never a smoker but it's a big thing isn't it for younger people my daughter who's in her early 30s smoked cigarettes for many years it began vaping as a way to get off of tobacco because of the fear of it and so it's a big deal
2: yeah that seems to be a pretty common thread i actually have a friend too whose husband um he's smoked for forever it just seems like and he started vaping instead because the way they would sell it to people was, oh, it's healthier to vape than it is to smoke. And I feel like, and Lisa, you probably know more about this, is that's not necessarily true. While it might be true that it doesn't have tobacco, we just don't know a lot about it right now.
1: That's exactly right, and that's why it was really difficult and still, I'm, I'm still kind of learning all about vaping. So there's not a lot of science to say what exactly is it that's causing people harm Okay. Um and yes, at the very beginning it was put out there as a safer alternative to cigarettes. And I interviewed a local um pulmon pulmonary therapist. Pul- can't even say it. <laughs>
2: pulmonary. Ther- oh, yeah, long a lung
1: specialist <laughs> who said that she even did several years ago recommend this to people who were trying to quit smoking as this is a safer alternative. This will help you kick the habit.
0: It was but- also a bit of a mo- uh, I don't want to say polite, but It it was a more acceptable alternative to cigarettes, too. You didn't have to go out into the cold to smoke tobacco. You could vape inside a house or, as you suggest, Lisa, in the back of a classroom or between classes you you might. So all of that seemed to be, and there didn't seem to be a downside at all. This is, you know. You're maybe not as expensive as, as, is. are there age limits for it? I mean, it, yes, in, in the law?
1: In most states, you cannot buy um, a vaping device um, unless you're 18, but more states, including I are think New York just bumped it up to 21, and even locally in the Kansas City area, some counties and cities have raised right. it to 21. The other thing
0: about vaping is tobacco's expensive. I mean, you have $5 a pack yes. for some cigarettes twenty cigarettes. Vaping I again I've not done it, but I assume it's cheaper than that.
1: I haven't really gotten into a lot of it. How much, how much did you pay cost. for your lemon? I paid thing. sixty dollars and I I wow. think forty dollars of that was for the the vape device itself, and then 20 for a little bottle of oil. Now I don't know exactly how many And then hits you do have to get... put the oil in yes. the little carton. Yeah, it's very, you know, the one I bought was a little more labor intensive, I think, than the jewel. But I had to, and I had the shop owner do it because I didn't want to make a mess, but he had to pour the oil in it and prime the prime the little cottony stuff that was stuffed in there and, and uh, had to take a couple of puffs just to prime it. Um, but what you said about, you know, being more acceptable, truly because like i said the vapor it's not as quote unquote stinky yeah. <laughs> as cigarette smoke right and it does it's not getting in your clothes it just sort or of evaporates into the air it evaporates but but that belies any kinds of health damage that you're incurring because you're pulling this oil these chemicals into your and it's heated so i, I think they're starting to see that that might be a concern that they're heating right. this the chemicals that are in the vape oil and that might be what's causing some of the... Yes. These, these of the. unknown chemicals. Yes, <laughs> yes, the unknown chemicals. Although I have to say that on the little bottle, which I should have brought in, but I guess it doesn't matter on a podcast. <laughs> on the little bottle of oil that I bought, um, there's a uh, there was a warning. In tiny little letters that my old eyes couldn't see, but it talked about nicotine is addictive. So it came with a warning. So if anybody in like who at age fifteen is gonna read a warning label, um, but it it does warn that nicotine is addictive. But
0: things were going Leah so swimmingly. You know, six months ago this was the new thing and it was high tech and digital and and jewel was the future and, and Paul Malls were the past. And then things started to change here about six months ago, right?
2: Yeah, fast forward to now-ish. Two people have died in Kansas. Um, One person has died in Missouri from this mysterious vaping-related illness. And it is mysterious at this point because, honestly, they can't researchers, scientists, are not really sure what is actually causing people to become ill. That's right. And I was just checking here to see what those statistics were, because
1: I think I just read that there was another uh, death reported in the Bronx, and it was a 17-year-old boy. Right. And it started
0: out as sort of a, isn't this a weird thing? Maybe the victims have some congenital problem or they can't. And then suddenly people start saying, no, I think it's it's vaping but it may not be you know it it may be a people injecting substances or doing things that they shouldn't be doing
1: that's what I was going to say more so I hadn't heard the congenital um, concerns but what they're finding is that the majority of the people who have sustained lung injuries and or died from what could be we have to be very careful could be vaping related injuries um, were using THC so they had either bought and adulterated. Tell people what THC is. It's THC is a psycho, it's the chemical in marijuana that creates your psycho, uh, psych, it's the psycho, I don't know what the, the
0: medical term is. thing that
1: gets is, you high. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Remember, this is the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty plain spoken here. Okay, it's here. the stuff <laughs> that makes you high. But anyway, so, so young people and people can, add THC, if you go onto YouTube, which I probably shouldn't tell people, but if you go onto YouTube, there are several videos on there that will show you how, in, in your own home, you can add the THC Well, to- I mean, if
0: you're buying a bottle and you're putting it in there, then, then yes. it would seem like people would think, oh, well, I can put any substance in here and steam it or vaporize it and then inhale it
2: yeah i mean there are even devices for creating vapors of just straight up marijuana so i i could totally understand how people will be like oh i can totally use this other device to do this thing that it's not intended for and i'll be fine but the
0: word of the illnesses and then the deaths have really rocketed through this entire industry haven't they lisa
1: yes they have and that's just within the last few months i mean we're talking about a very recent uh, phenomenon to the point where some of the parents I interviewed—I mean, clearly they're scared. Okay, they see the headlines: teenager dies. Hi, I called um, my
0: daughter the first week yes. and said, "Have you seen these stories?"
1: Yes, and they're—they're they're a little—they're a little not knowing exactly what to do because here's the rub. So. Schools are coming down hard on teenagers specifically who they get, who bring the devices to school and who are vaping. So they're confiscating them, they're suspending kids, they're sending them home, they're making them watch videos about, ooh, the dangers of vaping. But at the same time, doctors and other health officials are really concerned that, you know, that's one way of dealing with it but you've got this budding generation of young people who may be coming addicted to nicotine which is extremely frustrating for people who have spent the, the last few decades trying to get people off of smoking okay and early on people weren't of one mind that smoking was a bad thing right yeah, yeah. so it took You know, it took a while to get people on board with the fact that, you know, smoking might not be the best thing for your health. And now, all of a sudden, when they were coming this close to getting young people, teenagers, away from nicotine, then boom. Then the e-cigarettes come along. Right. Or getting
0: them, them away from tobacco.
1: Getting them away from tobacco. Right. But part of the issue with the e-cigarettes is, again, going back to the science is not hasn't caught up yet with the fashion, the trend. Um, they don't know how to get kids, teenagers, off of this particular type of addiction. Right. But,
0: but but the kids uh, really, Leah, like this. Yeah. Like I mean, they do... I mean, isn't this the deal that it's schools and and it isn't just uh, teenagers who who are dying from these uh, this these tainted devices or whatever is causing their death? So it's going to be hard to move the kids off of this deal.
2: Well, okay, we've all been young people at one time in our life, and I <laughs> yes, think we have. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all remember when you're young and yeah. authoritative figures are telling you what to do, like are you going to listen, or are you going to be a little bit of a rebel and do whatever you want?
0: Well, plus you can, it's easy to buy. Yes. It, it's kind of a 21st century uh, thing. not really easy
2: to buy I bet if bet it seconda- it's... If
0: on the secondary market, Lisa, if you went to any high them, school, yeah, yes. It's
1: very easy for them to get I'm not. I'm not going to put it on the backs yeah. of the vape shop owners, yeah, no, 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 cut, no, but they're buying them illegally online. Because if you go to one of these websites, all you have to do is click. So click I'm, 21. I'm 21. You're yeah, right. <laughs> um, they're having older brothers and sisters buy them. High schoolers are selling them to middle schoolers right? Um, And that is, again, what Leah was just talking about. Who's going to listen to this message, right? Um, We went to a presentation last night at a middle school in Olathe in the Spring Hill School District, hosted by a mom who has spent a couple of years now talking to, to kids in their classes about vaping and the dangers of vaping. She knew that Yeah, they're not gonna listen to mom, right? (laughs) So she brought in a 23-year-old senior from Kansas State University who she introduced as a recovering vapor. And Taylor Webb got up there on the stage last night with her and told his story of how he became addicted to vaping in as little as a week. He says that it only took about a week for him to become so dependent on his jewel that it was basically running his life. I mean, he described how if he went to his go-to gas station and they didn't have the mint pod, mint flavored pod, he'd spend 45 minutes driving around Manhattan looking for his favorite flavor. Okay,
0: just let me say this: that I have, you know, spent more than one night looking for cigarette butts See? that are still smokable after the party. So but those, long, I'm, I'm sympathetic to that. How
1: long did you have to smoke though before you got to that well, point? Well,
0: I don't know. For me, it was about a week. I think. Is call? <laughs> Let's take a break. When we come back. We'll talk a little bit more about vaping here on Deep Background.
2: Hey there, it's Leah. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you like what you hear, help us support this podcast and the journalism that reporters at the Kansas City Star do every day by subscribing. There's an easy way for you to do it. Head to KansasCity.com slash background. You'll even get a special discount just for being a Deep Background listener. Subscribing at that URL will get you three months of unlimited digital access for $1.99 total. You get access to KansasCity.com, the e-edition of the newspaper, mobile apps, and more for three whole months, and it only costs you $1.99. It's a pretty sweet deal. Plus, you'll be supporting journalism that makes a difference in Kansas City. So grab your computer or mobile device and go to KansasCity.com slash background. And hey, thanks for listening.
0: And back now with Leah Becerra, my co-host uh, on Deep Background, Dave Helling with the Stars editorial board, and Lisa Gutierrez. So we've talked a little bit about how this works and what what the problem has been. What's, what are the politicians doing? What what's next? I mean, what what are they going to ban these devices? Are they going to limit them? Is there some health test that they need to meet or not meeting? What what? And, and Olathe is suing. There's a lot of lawsuits that are flowing out. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there is a bit of a pushback from the official world against this new new
1: thing. There is, and um, politicians obviously, and, and the lawsuits, but people like the American Lung Association, the CDC, are all basically telling people, they're trying to get the word out that in the absence of any concrete scientific evidence, right, that this is harmful, we advise you, specifically young people, right, not to do this at all. I think people are being very cautious though not to tell adults who are enjoying vaping that stop doing that. I think a lot of what I'm seeing is focused on teenagers specifically, which is why I think there's so much heat behind it because now you've got a health issue that's concerning young people. And again, going back to the addiction idea, Having come so close to getting young kids away from cigarettes, now they're getting hooked on e-cigarettes, and there is nothing to show that the traditional methods of helping an adult get off of a nicotine addiction, like a patch, like a gum, is going to work on a teenager. And I'm not really familiar with the exact science on this, but I've been told by physicians that younger people are more susceptible to becoming addicted. It's just because their brains are still developing and they're just,
0: Right. And as Leah points out, you don't have this sense of vulnerability. Right. I mean, that's how, you know, I I think I started smoking tobacco when I was 19 because you're in college and guys are at the bar and you're drinking a beer and, hey, you know, let me bum a smoke. And then... You know, literally six months later, you're in Marlboro Country for the rest of your life. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, not a pleasant thing. Um, But but so the but the best uh, uh, advice, isn't it, to kids? Don't put anything in your lungs, right? And but but, boy, telling kids that is just not.
2: Yeah, the question is just how do you convey that message to younger people? That's right. And um, what sort of, I guess, restrictions in some cases can you put up as roadblocks to keep them from doing it anyway if they're not gonna listen? And this is what parents are really struggling
1: with because I've heard from parents who say, well, I'm, I'm searching his backpack or I'm going through his bedroom. One mom who didn't want us to name her in the story because her boy does vape which is obviously illegal for him to do, she intercepted a package, did I already share this story? She intercepted a package that was sent to his house by a kid in KCK. So a kid in KCK ordered a vape kit for a boy in Olathe with the instructions to, I think it was UPS, with the instructions to deliver it, leave it by the drain pipe at the side of the house. And they did it? The mom was there at the door because she had snooped on that, her
0: kid. You know, Leah, again, talked about this a little bit, uh, Lisa, but part of the, the difficulty isn't just the addictive nature of these substances, okay. but the cool of it. You know, if you're a 16-year-old kid and yes. you can sneak this past your mom and your yes. mom isn't going to go into your room and go, whoa, 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 there's all this smoke. I mean, it's relatively easy to get, relatively inexpensive, it's cool, and it may be less harmful or maybe not. We don't know. Um, That's where- That's making it very difficult to resist. Yes, and I think that's where the messaging is
1: starting to take a little bit of a turn. Because people are dying. (laughs) Well, yes, but how do we, like Leah said, make it seem uncool? Which is again, going back to what happened last night, bringing in somebody who's younger than the mom who's been telling the kids for the last two years, don't vape. Right, um, they are trying to get that message out, which I think now they're going to start focusing on middle schoolers, because middle schoolers now, like I said oh. earlier, they're buying their pods and devices that's from a the high schoolers. twelve-year-old kids. Absolutely, and so get them hooked younger, right? But that is that is very, very that's a steep hill, and as I kind of described it in my story, this whole issue, it's kind of like they're trying to stop a runaway train, right? How do you do that?
2: Because well, it's not one of the
0: isn't one there. of the answers just prohibit the product? Just yeah, say but you can't use no, no.
2: I mean, we've seen um, the tobacco industry try to do that, so you can probably imagine, yes. just based on that example, what it might go like. But in Kansas, at least, um, Jonathan Shorman, who writes for The Eagle and The Star, He wrote a story a couple weekends ago talking about how Kansas lawmakers are trying to rewrite tobacco and vaping laws um, to up the age for products with with nicotine from 18 to 21. And I kind of question whether or not that would even make much of a difference considering the fact that, Lisa, you're telling us that older people are buying these things and giving right. them to younger people. Yeah.
0: Right, which is an age-old story. That's how kids get tobacco products or did for a jillion years. And liquor. Is, hey, mister, could you buy me a pack of smokes right. going in the door and liquor a little right. bit too?
1: One dad I talked to last night, and, and this is something that is a recurring theme as far as the cool factor, is that when, well, not Leah, because she's a lot younger, but when you and I were in high school. <laughs> she's a lot
0: cooler too, Yes, she way. is, definitely. <laughs> but
1: when you and I were in high school and... There was a certain group of kids, right, who did the bad stuff, like the drinking and the smokin', but, and they were ex- sort of the quote-unquote bad kids. Now it's not even that. It's like all kids are vaping. So now it just has a cool factor for right. everybody. And it it's doesn't not have the,
0: without the negative connotations yes. of tobacco, which is the smell, yes. the, the carcinogens and other stuff that are involved. Have you heard any parents say, hey, Lisa, we need to ban these products? I mean, is that what the parents are saying, get rid of this altogether?
1: The parents are mad at the the vape companies for targeting kids, and yes, a couple of them had said ban, but I think they're more concerned about what am I supposed to do right now, right? The banning of them isn't gonna happen tomorrow, but they have a kid today, right, who if he loses his vape pen, is tearing the house apart looking. (laughs) for his ba- baby. Well, the other device. thing though is
0: the parents are watching the news or reading the newspaper yes. and going, people are dying from this. Yes. And they don't really differentiate between people who may be putting bad substances into their packets and the, just the packets that you buy down at the store, and it terrifies parents. Ter- right. You know, just because mistakes like that are, you know, irreversible. I mean, you just make one bad choice and it could really be disastrous. And um, we
1: don't know yet how, um, whether the injuries that people who are vaping are incurring are irreparable. I mean, is this long-lasting damage? We don't know, there's yeah. no science to show how long this is going to,
2: you know, if you're injured right now, is it gonna last? Yeah.
0: Go ahead, no, I'm sorry.
2: That type of information, the facts, yes. the, the numbers of people who've had lung cancer, for example, I think was part of the reason why younger people in my generation weren't smoking as much because we can put two and two together we can look at the facts and say oh that's probably not healthy but considering that there are so many unknowns it probably does make it harder for younger people to understand like oh this could be a bad thing that i'm doing to myself
0: the other thing that really hurt tobacco though in addition to that of course was the idea that it was a carcinogen, and the, so the uh, state leaders felt free to tax the hell out of it, which they did, and to ban it in the workplace, you can't smoke. You know, when I w- w- was first in a newsroom, everybody smoked in the newsroom, there'd be a cloud. W- I mean, literally that I've seen that
2: those way. pictures I mean, of the stars. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it was a disaster. And so it, so it wasn't cool, it was expensive, it was a known carcinogen, and for that reason, the uh, amount of, um, Cigarettes allowed anywhere declined. In addition, the tobacco companies started facing enormous liability. People were suing the crap out of them. Uh, states, and they were paying out billions of dollars in settlements. That's possible in this situation too, isn't it? That the in sort of a rapid-fire way, people might start suing the crap out of the uh, the makers of these products, and that would be a good way to jack up the price.
2: I don't remember exactly my history, but... There was no warning on cigarettes, oh. and then people realized it was bad and started, you know, making lawsuits. And then a warning was put on the thing because then it's on you. That's if right. you're smoking, it's That's on right. you. Lisa, you there told we... us a second ago—well, not a second ago, but in the first half—that there was a warning. There is a warning already on the
1: oil on the little bottle of oil that I bought. And um, not to change too drastically the subject, but I think the <laughs> I walked into the first vape shop and just coincidentally he was helping another customer and he was railing about the media. He was cussing up a storm about the media and the misconceptions they're putting out there about vaping and when I walked closer to the counter, he he asked if he could help me and I said, I don't think so because I'm a member of the damn media. (laughs) But (laughs) but I I needed to sort of spend some time with him and and make him understand what I was working on. But one thing the vape shop owners keep saying, everybody is not paying attention to the fact that the people who have been injured and or died assumably or allegedly from vaping, had been vaping THC products, right? So the vape shop owners feel like they're being tainted with a broad brush, but this is just the very beginning. We don't know, again, we have no idea if it's, the other, if it's the other chemicals that are being heated up to yeah. a certain temperature. So there's just so
0: much. Well, there's two things to unpack there. First, I think we can all agree that no matter what goes wrong in the world, ultimately it's the media's fault. Oh, yeah. I think we can all agree with that. <laughs> and second, while the people who are getting sick or dying may be using THC or some other substance, it cannot be a good thing to put a foreign substance in your lungs. Am I missing something there? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, right. It, it, it might be safer than cigarettes. It, it might be more convenient, more acceptable, cooler than cigarettes. But it is still inherently a risky endeavor to put foreign substances, concentrated foreign substances, in your lungs. Am I – is that no, right?
1: you're absolutely right. But I mean, nobody's yeah.
0: going to say, hey, vape because it makes you feel better. <laughs> you know, it makes you feel healthy or whatever. It's just less – you know, less damaging, uh, allegedly, than tobacco.
1: Well, and then it gets back to the point of, do they care? Specifically the teenagers, because those are the ones I'm focusing on. Do they care? They're invincible. They have the rest of their lives ahead of them. They don't care. One of the moms who went to, you know, she's going to schools in North Kansas City. um, They don't care. She asked them, do you know how much nicotine is in one pod? Oh yeah, 20 cigarettes they don't care wow they don't care well they they will care let
0: me just say from experience they will care when they try to quit because getting off a nicotine addiction was the hardest thing i've ever done in my life i mean you just i mean you know in the news business we're just chaining them down and then one day i just said i that's enough. I can't do this anymore. That's right. And I was a pretty crabby guy for a couple of days. <laughs> I'll just put it to you that way.
1: Well, that's what Taylor Webb, the K-State student, uh, described. He went cold turkey because he had um, he was starting to get short of breath. He was having trouble walking across campus, concentrating in class. He had a visit to the ER, a visit to urgent care. Nothing was wrong but he knew instinctively that something wasn't, he just quit and he said yeah. it was
0: horrible. Well, let's wrap up this conversation. Lee, I'll okay. ask you first and then Lisa. What, what do you think will, where do we think we'll be a year from now? Do you think that this will continue to grow and that and that the effort to really restrict this product will, will accelerate or is this just a bump in the road and a year from now we'll go, what was all the fuss about?
2: Personally, I hope that a year from now we know a lot more about what chemicals are in these cigarettes and that hopefully those facts can speak for themselves and people can actually use that information to make smart decisions.
0: Right. No question about that. What about you, Lisa? What do you you know? Your story will come out. Other stories will be written. Do you know? Will it make a difference or do you think this is, you know, just everybody's paying attention now and then in 2020?
1: I hate to be the... The gloomy person. Man, be the gloomy person. I don't think it's going to get any better. I think we're going to see a lot more people die um, before steps are taken to just ban them altogether because unfortunately, I think those are the headlines that grab everybody's attention. And those are the stories that parents are swapping right now on social media, uh, in emails, and they're scared and they don't really know what to do. Wow. For teenagers.
0: Yeah. For teens. All right, Lisa Gutierrez, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. You did a great job on the podcast. Leah Becerra, my co-host, always does a great job. So, Leah, thanks for coming by to talk about this uh, interesting and compelling subject. I'm Dave Helling with the Stars Editorial Board. And thank you. You have been on Deep Background.